Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Hey, it's Nick. I'm so glad you're here listening to the show because number one, I really appreciate the support. Number two, it tells me you are a committed business owner who's really ready to grow and up-level and is ready to make the world a healthier place with the gifts and the talents that you share. I have an opportunity for you to step into your next level and to sell and serve in a bigger way than you ever have. I have limited spots available for my next level group coaching program, and I want you to grab one of them if you are really ready to go big. We start at the beginning of January 2022. If you get in now, you have some amazing bonuses that we'll be doing in December, and I want to chat with you to see if this program would be right for you. So click on the show notes link that has the opportunity to book a call with me, and let's get on the phone and find out, is this the right fit for you? If it's not, no big deal, but let's find out because I want to help you make this world a healthier place and do it in a bigger way than you ever have. Can't wait to chat with you soon. I am so excited for the talk that I'm going to do tonight on five mistakes you're making in your sales conversations because, well, I'm going to toot my own horn here. I love the list. I just, I have some great stuff that I want to share with you that is going to change the way you think about your sales conversations. And I need you to hear it all. And uh, get ready, get a pen and paper because you're going to want to write some of this stuff down. So here's what you're doing. Here's where you're making mistakes in your sales conversations. And when I say sales conversations, you know, that could be a sales call, meet somebody in a Facebook group that you're in. Maybe you just, you know, wherever you're hanging out, wherever you're talking to people, wherever you're starting conversations, those could be considered sales conversations. It doesn't need to be like you sitting down in front of a Zoom call on an official discovery call that you had on your calendar. It doesn't need to be that formal or official or serious. I mean, Many of you heard our guest expert last week, Jan Hoth, tell you she signed a client when she was on a freaking hill skiing. You don't need to be in any kind of official, formal conversation. And as a matter of fact, try to, there's mistake number six that you're making. Try to make it not a stuffy, formal, weird, official conversation of like, you know, like we've got to be on a Zoom call. And at this time, like, listen, I'm all for scheduling and structure and everything else, but don't make it feel like you can't take a call anywhere that could turn into a client. Don't put your own limitations on your own situation and uh, tell yourself what isn't possible when I know for a fact anything is possible. As a matter of fact, my coach Gina has a story where she went to uh, San Tropez and signed a client while she was sitting on our stool. She decided she wanted to take a trip. She honored her desires. When she got there, she was having such a great time. She was in a conversation with this woman that she was sitting next to on a bar stool. And the woman said, what do you do? She said, I'm a coach. She said, I want to hire you. How much do you charge? And Gina said, $20,000. And she said, done right then and there while she was on vacation. So all of this can happen to all of us at any time. So don't put your limitations on things. So sales conversation, that's where I want to start. Sales conversation could be anything. It could be you talking in the DMs to somebody. It could be you commenting back and forth on somebody's post in a Facebook group that you're in. It could be you on an official 
Zoom discovery call that you're having with somebody. And again, some people like to call them discovery calls. Some people like to call them sales calls. Some people like to call them mutual fit calls. Some people like to call them clarity. I don't care what the hell you call it. It's a freaking conversation that you are having about the potential that somebody would want to work with you. Or you're uncovering things in this conversation that might bring up some pain points that they're experiencing, which then you might want to share with them about what you do and how you could help them with that. So a sales conversation could be anything that turns into them being interested in working with you. All right, so here's the five mistakes that you're making in your sales conversations. Number one, this is one of my favorites, okay? You're assuming you want the business. I've had so many of my clients, they're like, I have a discovery call tomorrow. Okay. Listen, if you're my client and you have a discovery call tomorrow and you're sharing it with me, it's probably because we're also coaching and working on things that are helping you attract the right people into your world so that the people that get on the call with you are people that are already warmed up to you. Okay. But if you're just getting in a conversation with anybody, or even if it is a discovery call with somebody that's been in your world for a while, don't assume that you want that call to turn into a client. What you actually want is for that call to turn into the best fit or the best outcome for both of you. And sometimes the best outcome for both of you is to not work together, okay? Let me just be like, listen, I'm, I'm a sales coach. I'm all for getting sales, getting yeses, but not if they're not the right yeses to get. So I've had discovery calls where I've said, mm, no, and I don't say it like that. I don't say, you know what? You're not a good fit for me. There's nice ways to say that. Um, not that that would be mean, it's the truth, but like you also want to find that out on the initial call before you get into a couple of sessions with that person and then realize, oh, I don't work with this person. So don't assume you want the business. That's mistake number one. Go in, here's how you avoid that, okay? Go in ready to listen. Go in ready to listen, which means you are actually listening to what they have to say and deciding if they are somebody that you can help. That's important to know, okay? Sales is solving problems for people. And what you wanna do is make sure that they have the problem that you solve. You're not a jack of all trades. I know you wanna believe you are. And I know you think you're doing something virtuous for the world when you're like, but I wanna help everybody. You can't. I don't want to exclude anybody. If they want my help, I want to be there for them. They don't really want your help or else they'd pay for it or they'd find the right person to help them with the problem that they have. They, they don't need to come to you if you don't solve the problem that they have. You are not a jack of all trades. You're not here to help everybody with everything because if you try to do that, you will help nobody. So sales is solving problems for people. Make sure you have that they have the problem that you solve, which means you need to know what problem you solve. So if you don't, think about that. Be in integrity and make sure that you want to help them, not just can help them. There's a big difference. You owe it to them. If they are going to invest their time and money in working with you, you owe it to them to make sure you want to work with them. Like, for example, I can help somebody learn how to play volleyball. I can. I've played. I've actually played for many years in my life. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not interested in helping somebody learn how to play volleyball. I can help them, but I don't want to. Now, if somebody was like, hey, I'll pay you a million dollars to help me with, you know, learn how to play volleyball. I don't know. Maybe I'd consider it. But overall, I need to stay in my lane. And that's what I want you to do, too. So don't assume that you want the business. You might not. Stay open to the best outcome for both being the result of the call. All right. Mistake number two. You're not showing up as the leader. 
you got to show up as the leader. People want to be led by a confident leader. They don't need a friend. They need a role model. People have enough friends. Yes, we're all looking for connection. We're all starved for, you know, networking and being around people. But like people that are coming to you because of what your area of expertise is, they want you to be confident in that area of expertise. They want you to be a leader. This goes back to what we said earlier. You're not a jack of all trades. You cannot be good at every single thing. Decide what you're the best at. Decide most of the time it's what you helped yourself with. It's whatever your hero's journey was, whatever your struggle was that you overcame. That's what you are going to help people with because you are positive you can help them because you helped yourself. Here's another thing that I see a lot of people doing in conversations. You can be friendly, but your job is not to be their friend. They need a leader. They need a role model to help them with what they are working on. And they have identified you as the expert. And that's why they're in a conversation with you to talk about you do and how you might be able to help them. Keep in mind, you're the expert in the area of their pain points and struggles. You're the expert. Show up as one people with the problem that they need to solve. So in other words, you have become a coach and you have designed your packages and your programs because they are the most supportive for the people who need them, because they have a proven way of helping somebody through what they're going through in that timeline and for that um, investment. You've designed this because you're the expert, you're the leader. And so When somebody says, I don't want to work with you in that way. I want to work with you in this way. I I want to meet with you this many times. Well, if you could sell a package that would be effective with that length, then you would have already been selling it. You designed your package because of its effectiveness at the length that it's at and all the things that it includes. You be the leader. You sell what you know works. You sell what you know will help people with the problem because you are the expert in solving this problem. And that's what sales is. It's solving problems. Hey, I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people. But I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. I have a free training video for you. It is called 33 Places to Find Clients, and it comes with a workbook where you can take notes on all the 33 places that I give you. So I want you to get this downloaded. It's free. Get it today because ultimately it's going to help you understand where to go every day to interact with people so that you can start to get more clients and help more people, which is the goal of all of this. So go to healthystepswithnicole.com backslash 33 places, download it, Watch it. I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients. Okay, now back to the show. Okay, number three, the mistake that you are making. You are not asking enough questions. I have clients all the time. They're like, how do I convince her to work with me? Uh, First of all, this is not like sales is not convincing. That's a weird, desperate energy that you don't want to be in. Your job is not to convince somebody. Your job is not to actually even talk very much in conversations with people that you are networking with and looking to connect with. So the person in control of the conversation is the person asking the questions. I want you to ask and then let them talk. Ask and then let them share. And what are you going to do while they share, while they talk? You're going to listen. You're going to hear what you need to hear and go, oh, I can't help this person, or oh, I don't wanna help this person, or oh, what I offer is exactly what they need. And be fair, like I said, be in integrity with what you offer and what you do. If you are not the best 
at that thing that they are looking for help with, be honest. Be on, and you can just say, I'm going to stay in my lane here. What I do, um, I hear, I hear what you're saying. I hear what, you know, your challenges are. What I do is actually a little bit different. It, it addresses a little bit of a different problem. Just be honest with them. Don't say, well, yeah, I can help you. Like, that's not what you're there to do. So be in integrity and make sure that you're asking questions to uncover the pain points and to uncover what it is that they're actually looking for, what it is that they're actually willing to do about it, and if you are the right person for them. So ask questions. That is the mistake that you are making is if you're not asking enough questions. Be the leader and the expert and make sure you know what you need and want to know to help uncover the pain points. Like write some things down, not before every conversation, but write some things down in general that you know you want to find out from the people who are considering working with you. Like a doctor, if you go in, what does a doctor do? Asks you a bunch of questions. They're trying to find out more about you and whether or not what their solutions are could help you. That's what you're doing, right? Identifying the pain points, identifying where the challenges are and identifying if you are able to help them. So the third mistake you're making is you're not asking enough questions and you need to know ahead of time, what types of questions do I want to ask to make sure that I am getting the full information um, before I decide if this is a person that I can help. All right, the fourth mistake. You don't ask for their permission before offering an advice and suggestions. How many people do that? You go right into coaching mode. You go right into offering advice mode. You go right into offering suggestions mode. That's offering unsolicited advice. And by the way, you're in a conversation with somebody that is not a paid container that they have jumped into with you. If somebody has paid you for your time and attention to be in a coaching container with you, then they have paid for your advice. They have paid for your feedback. It's still wise of you as a coach to check in before you give feedback or before you reflect back to somebody. But if you're in a conversation with somebody to try to uncover what their pain points are, you don't want to just start rapid firing advice that they didn't actually ask for. You can ask their permission. You could say, you know, are you open to some feedback? And leave it at that. And if they are, awesome. If they're not, awesome. But don't go around offering advice. And also, if they're not in a coaching container with you, then you're really not in that conversation to offer feedback. What you could say is, again, are you open to some feedback? You know, I see where some of the challenges are. I'm I'm hearing you. Is that something that you'd like my feedback on? And then when they say yes, guess what you have? You have a sales conversation. If you say, yeah, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing you. And I can totally see how that would be, um, how that's a challenge for you. Are you open and available to my feedback? Yeah, I would love some. Cool. So let me share this with you. And then let me also tell you a little bit more about my program that would really address this if you're, you know, if you're really looking to do something about it. Or you could say, are you available for my feedback? Yes, I am. Cool. Let me share this little piece of feedback with you. And then, you know, is this something that you're really willing to commit to working on? Because I'd love to share more with you about how I help people with that. That's it. So ask their permission before you offer unsolicited advice and get their approval. That's a little micro commitment. You're saying, are you available for this? Yeah, I'm available. Cool. They just gave you a yes. They let you take a step further. And then the fifth mistake, you don't ask for the business. You see an opportunity, it's put right in front of you like the one that I just explained, and you don't ask for it. 
it's scary. Trust me. It's awkward till it's elegant. It's going to feel awkward at first. You're going to be like, oh my God. Oh my God. She just said that she deals with exactly what I help people with. Or sometimes you're, you're so nervous that you miss the opportunity to ask for the business and you're not staying present. So this is a big one that I see. And I have a lot of people tell me, I'm not getting any clients. And you know what I ask? Are you asking for the business? And they just stare at me. Like I just asked them something in freaking Greek. How would you expect to have clients if you're not asking for the business? You got to ask somebody to work with you. I know there's magic pill solutions out there that people are trying to sell. You don't have to do sales calls. You don't have to ask. People will just beat down your door and overload your DM inbox with requests to work with you. Not out of the blue, because you started conversations, because you were networking and getting to know people, because you are in conversation. And when you're in conversation with somebody and a pain point or an opportunity presents itself, know how to take that conversation in the direction of you being able to present what you do and how you could help them. It's not pushy. It's not salesy. They just told you that they have a problem that they're not happy with. If you don't in that moment offer them your solution, then you are actually being out of integrity. They get to say no if they don't want it. You're not doing anything wrong by offering it. You're doing something wrong if you don't offer it. If they said, hey, I have these terrible headaches and you're like, I know what you need, but I'm not going to tell you because I don't want to be salesy and pushy and make you offended that I asked you if I could help you with your headaches. What? It could be headaches. It could be whatever the problem is that you solve for people. If they say that they have it and in that moment you turn a blind eye because you didn't hear it or you turn a perfectly visioned eye, is that a thing? Because you did hear it, but you're too nervous to bring it up, then you are wronging them because you have an opportunity if they want it to say, hey, I have something that could help you. I'd be happy to tell you more about it if you're interested. That's it. You're afraid of rejection. You're afraid of offending somebody. You're afraid of what they might think about you. You're afraid of what you're going to think about yourself. I get all the reasons why you don't ask for the business, but that's a mistake you're making. You're not asking for the business. And then you want to run around and be like, I don't have any clients. Where? And then you ask this question, where are my clients? Bullshit, 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 bullshit that you don't know where your clients are. You know exactly where they are when you're being honest with yourself. And if you don't, go download my 33 places to find clients freebie. I gave you 33 places. And you know what happens? People go watch that and they still don't have clients. Not because they don't know where to find them. They are afraid to ask. They don't want to be salesy. They don't want to be pushy. They don't want to be all the labels that they've made up in their head for why they can't have that conversation with somebody about wanting to work with them. They avoid asking for the business. And then they're like, I don't have any clients. I don't know why I can't find them. I don't know where they're at. Ah, I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to be pushy. Ah." And I can only say it like that because that was me. That was me. And that's why I'm here and I want to help you. I want you to get over that feeling of salesiness, of aggressiveness, of pushiness, because it's not true. It's a limitation you have in your head and it's holding you back from the people who need you. It's holding you back from offering the solution that you have to a person who's stuck in a place that they don't want to be in. So yes, the mistake that you're making in conversations with people is you're not asking for the business when the opportunity presents itself. It's called courage and it doesn't happen overnight. And once you've made a decision that that's happening no matter what, and you do the inner work and you keep working on your confidence and you keep showing up and you keep doing what you know is moving you forward and moving the needle, you will grow that confidence. It grows in increments. You will grow that courage. 
but you've got to be committed to that growth in order to understand how to ask for the business and do it better and do it consistently and do it confidently. But you don't get to run around and go, I don't have clients. I don't know where to find them. I don't know why I don't have any clients because you're not asking and you know exactly where they are. And like I said, if you don't, I made a free freaking video for you. It's like less than 45 minutes long. It's called 33 Places to Find Clients. Go download it. I want you to use it because I don't want any excuses for, I don't know where to find my clients. Yeah, you do. And if you don't, go watch the video. And then after the video, what's going to happen? You're either going to work on committing to that courage, committing to that growth and putting yourself out there, or you're going to keep making excuses for, I don't know how to find clients. But I know only one of those two options feels good. I know only one. Those two versions that I just mentioned is the version of you that you really want to be. So that's the question. Who do you want to be? And are you going to commit to showing up as her? All right, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me. And it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing, I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait.